This is Godliness with Contentment, episode 48. My name is Kino Hanna, and I'm here to have a conversation about how to win with money from the Bible's perspective. Uh, for the most part, I will deliver one episode, one new podcast episode per week. During those times, we take a look at what the Bible says compared to what's happening in the world, compared to um, how we spend money, and see how we can learn from that. For the past few weeks and perhaps past two months, I have been looking at men and women in the Bible and their relationship with money, how they spent money, what they did with it. And for the most part, they've been people of God. Last week, uh, we looked at the rich young ruler in Mark 10. There's a parallel passage in Matthew and in Luke. But we looked at one in Mark 10. And at that point, we saw that he was called to follow Jesus, but he decided not to. He held on to his money. He held on to his stuff. Today, we take a look at uh, Zacchaeus, or Zacchaeus, depending on how you pronounce his name, in Luke chapter 19. And... An interesting story, but we take a look at what he does with money and his relationship with money as it relates to him following Jesus. Now, what I have been doing and I will continue to do today as we take a look at these men and women in the Bible is I read the passages in the Bible that speaks about how to deal with money. Today, we'll take a look at Luke chapter 19 and we'll read verses 1 through 10. So I'll turn there. I'll give you an opportunity to turn there. I may not wait until you get there, but I'll give you a few seconds. So let me turn there. Okay, so Luke 19, verses 1 through 10. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, he is gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor, and if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. And so just a bit of what's happening here. Jesus is on his way up to Jerusalem. And um, I believe this like the last time in Luke that it says that he's heading up to Jerusalem. And here he passes through Jericho. Now there was a man, uh, Zacchaeus. He's, you know, kind of the main character. Well, Jesus is the main character, but then <laughs> Zacchaeus today for our purposes. And he was a tax collector, but not just any tax collector. He was a chief tax collector. So it sounds like they had more than one chief, but he was one of them, and he was wealthy. And on the physical side, it said he was short. 
and he wanted to see Jesus. So what he decides to do is run ahead of the crowd, because at this point, a crowd is traveling with Jesus. If you look in Luke 18, Jesus heals a blind man and there was a crowd there. So Zacchaeus runs ahead, climbs this uh, sycamore fig tree to see Jesus. Jesus reaches the spot and recognizes him, knows him, calls him by name to come on down. Now, here's this man who is wealthy, who people probably despise, but he doesn't, at this point, he doesn't care. He just wants to see Jesus. So he runs ahead, climbs his tree, and then to imagine he hears Jesus call his name. How did Jesus know his name? Well, Jesus knows everyone's name. He knows my name. He knows your name. And not just name, but he knows everything about us. So here it was. Jesus calls him, come on down. I need to stay at your your place today. So he comes down, but then the people start to mutter. They start to grumble, like, why is Jesus going to spend time with this sinner? Now, Zacchaeus was a sinner, like I'm a sinner, and they were all sinners, and you're a sinner, okay? But perhaps to them, he was a tax collector, so that made him a sinner, okay? And he worked for the Romans, so that made him a sinner. And they probably felt he stole money from us, right? He overcharged us. And that's why he's wealthy. That makes him a sinner. Jesus, on the other hand, knows what these guys don't know. He knows about you, what nobody else knows. He knows about me, what nobody else knows. Jesus sees through everything. And Jesus says about um, Zacchaeus that he too is a son of Abraham. Now, I believe he wasn't speaking Um, just in a purely physical sense, but in a spiritual sense. He is a spiritual son of Abraham. So there's some righteousness in him. Though the people on the outside thought he was a cheat and a thief, Jesus knew Zacchaeus. And there's a lot that we could get into. Of course, at the end, uh, Jesus tells us what his mission was, that he came to seek and save the lost. And we could talk about tons of stuff about this passage, but I want to focus on the money side of it today. Since for the most part, as I look at, you know, Godliness with Contentment, this podcast, we talk about money and God. And so here was this wealthy man who for a moment forsook who he was and decided that he wanted to seek Jesus. He wanted to see Jesus. And he got more than that. He got this time to spend with Jesus in his house. Yeah, the people around didn't like it, but he went after what was most important, spending time with Jesus. Well, he got it, even though it sounds like all he wanted to was to see Jesus. But what he did was also, he said, he would give half his money to the poor. He says, here and now. Now, I personally believe that he was in the habit of doing these things, of giving to the poor. I don't think he was just starting right now. But then also he says that if he had cheated anybody out of anything, that he would pay back four times the amount. And the people there 
they were thinking he was a he was a thief. He was a cheat. Zacchaeus doesn't say that he was a thief or a cheat. He says, if, right, if I took more than I was supposed to take, then I'm going to pay back four times the amount. But even, you know, Jesus calling him a son of Abraham, Jesus' interaction with him, I don't get the impression that he was a cheat. I mean, we, we all make mistakes and perhaps... You know, he did something one time and the numbers didn't line up properly. But I actually think that Zacchaeus was going after being righteous in his dealings. It's just that because of his job, he was shunned. And he was shunned all the way out of Israel. That's how people looked at him. But here is a man who decides that he was going to use his money as a tool to help. He's going to give half to the poor. Okay, and so he's not holding on to the money. He's using it, sorry, he's going after using it to help other people. So the money is not an obstacle for him, it's a tool. Last week we looked at the rich young ruler. What did he do? Jesus was giving him a call, a call like an apostle call, and he refused it. It says he was wealthy. And what it also said was that he went away sad. So he had the opportunity to give, to, to be there with Jesus step by step along the way. And he refused it because of money. Zacchaeus is not like that. He decides, I'm going to give, I'm going to help those around me. I'm going to use money as a tool. It will not be an obstacle to me. So I ask you today. Is money an obstacle to you following Jesus or is it a tool and you actually want to use it the way God wants you to use it? One of the other things I want to point out before we continue is this. Zacchaeus, if what I'm saying is true about him, meaning that he got his wealth not by dirty means, then it means that he actually did what was right with his money. He didn't uh, spend more than he got. And you may say, is that possible? Yeah, there's something called debt. It is possible. But he actually, I believe, he spent less than he made. He saved. He invested. And I think a couple of other key things that he would have done, which I encourage people to do, is this. He prayed. He trusted God. And I believe that that is what got Zacchaeus to this place now, where he is wealthy. Now I say I believe, and you hear me when I say I believe, right? That's different from when I read the Bible, okay? So when I say I believe, you can discard all of that if you want to. These are my thoughts. It may or may not be right. The Bible is right, okay? Not Kino. But then there's something else. Zacchaeus was a rich man entering the kingdom of God loosely okay but Jesus welcomes him in and last week the rich young ruler refused to go in because of his wealth so kind of opposites right between last week and this week and of course if you haven't listened to the episode from last week please go on ahead and listen to it but something Jesus said at that point Jesus said that for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God, 
is like a camel going through the eye of a needle. Last week, the camel did not go through the eye of a needle. This week, the camel is going through the eye of the needle. Okay? And one of the interesting things is that the, I know I read Mark 10 last week, but the parallel passage for the rich young ruler is actually, one of them is Luke 18. So there's Luke 18, and then there's Luke 19. And so this uh, comparison is actually side by side, or as you read through Luke, you hit one, then you hit the next one. And I thought that was interesting. But for us, we need to see money not as an idol, not as something to hold on to for their life, not something to, you know, get rich or die trying. No, it's a tool. And we need to use that tool the way God wants us to use that tool. I believe Zacchaeus, that was his mindset. Jesus didn't give him any specific instructions, but he felt like he should use it this way for God. The rich young ruler, on the other hand, he wanted to hold on to it, and he did not want to do what God wanted him to do with it. Do not let money be a stumbling block to you. Instead, use it as a tool to do what is right. That's all I have for you today. I encourage you to join me on my next episode where we continue to look at um, men and women in the Bible and how they dealt with it, right? Are they doing it the way God told them to do it? Or are they doing it some other way? And encourage your friends, right? Encourage your friends and family to check out uh, this episode, other episodes, Godliness with Contentment. You can find me uh, pretty much where you listen to good podcasts, okay? Uh, Apple, TuneIn, Spotify, Google. And this particular episode will also be on YouTube. This is Kino Hanna signing off saying, check you later.